780-496-0063-403-974-8255. You've heard from me. You've heard from the Premier. Now let's hear from you. Drew, get us started. Hi, Drew. How are you? Drew, are you there? Uh, yeah, one sec. Okay, go ahead. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I just wanted to comment that uh, he can dodge a question like no other. I don't think you got one straight answer out of him. <laughs> I don't know. I think I kind of did. I think in some cases I did. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's what a politician does, and the good ones do it very well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I tried to circle back on a couple of the questions. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you ask the questions, and, and you, you try and get the answer as best you can. But um, he, I think he answered some of the things. What, what were you looking for that you didn't get? Um, I was just, uh, just pretty much saying I don't know what he's supposed to do at this point. Um, and if, like, the opposition was in power right now, what would be different, like, um, when it comes to anything COVID-related? Um, they can sit there and say, oh, well, he should be doing this or this. But I'm just wondering how it would be different if, say, NDP was in, or could they do anything different to make this better, or would it be the same old package? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What you, you know what? And, I, and I've said that uh, many times. Um, it's, it's an almost impossible situation for any political leader. But... I've also said, but that's the job. That's the job. You've got to do it, right? I mean, that's the circumstances you're faced with. Don't make excuses. Get to work. Yeah. Now we can debate whether or not he's done that effectively or not. Yeah, perfect. All right, thanks, Jay. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate the call. Diane. Morning, Diane. How are you? Good morning. Am I, is it, am I the Diane you're talking to? You are the Diane I am talking to, yes. Shay, I thought you did a really good job with that interview. Uh, full transparency. Uh, I'm a city councillor here in Calgary um, and uh, have been very much a part of uh, trying to manage uh, a dual crisis as, as far as what's going on in Calgary uh, with uh, the oil and gas and with yes. the pandemic. So um, I just wish people would sort of back off the Premier. Um, this isn't easy. Um, you're talking about an in-camera caucus meeting where there's a you know, pretty limited amount about what you can say. Uh, I just wish there was a parallel council. So we have people on our council who uh, outrightly disagree. Uh, stuff gets leaked out of in-camera meetings. Uh, you can't even get people at a municipal level to apologize uh, when the integrity commissioner investigates. So at least at the provincial level, there's some consequence when you don't uh, 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 be a, a team player sure. and try to work through these complicated matters. So I'm, uh, we, we can't even, as I said, we can't even get people to apologize at the municipal level. Uh, and so um, I'm, I'm pleased he's taken this step. I think he tried to accommodate uh, all these moving parts and uh, these, uh, these masks and, and back, uh, anti-vaxxers and people hiding behind the shield of the charter. Uh, and uh, and here we are. So I think it's a watershed moment. Um, it, it, this is Diane Collier-Cart, right? It is. Okay, yeah. yes. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I knew who I was talking to. Um, you know, and you say back off the premier and things like that, and, and you know, as I said to the previous caller, Diane, we, that's the job. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's a difficult circumstance, but... You signed up for it. I mean, at some yeah. point, right, he has to be able to stand in there and answer the questions that are being asked. That is the job. I know it's tough. I, I, believe, I believe he's doing that. But there's people uh, in elected office, and when you have a partisan uh, group like we do in Edmonton, um, you know, you either support the party uh, or you don't. And we all have to represent our, our citizens. So it's a, different, it's a different animal. It's a different beast 
when you're part of a, a, a UCP caucus. And I'll, uh, in further transparency, I am a conservative. So I've gone yeah, through many of the that. toils of, uh, of uh, running in a by-election against the Reform Party and lost here in Calgary. And we've seen how the conservatives, you know, are like the Piranha Party, where they can turn on themselves, then they divide, then they come back together. And, uh, and so this is tough, especially when you're in the circumstance that we're in today. It is. It is so, uh, so it is a tough job, and I agree, uh, Sean, that uh, uh, it's, it's what the job is. It's what we signed up for, absolutely. But when you can't toe the line in a partisan system, uh, there's consequence. Okay, Diane, I appreciate your call. Thanks so much for joining us today. Bye. Diane Colley Urquhart, uh, city councillor in Calgary. Uh, that, that wasn't planned. She just decided to call in, which is which is great. That's fantastic. And obviously she's in support of the way that the Premier is uh, handling the situation. Let's go to Glenn. Hi, Glenn. How are you? How are you doing, Shay? Excellent. Thank you so much for calling. How are you? Well, pretty good. I just... I just got to tell you that you're one of the best get hosts now, used to be guest hosts. The questions you ask are right to the point, and Shay, they're awesome. And my comment is, I think the questions you ask were answered mostly good. But, you know, the biggest points you made there was the last question you asked, uh, which I kind of just started laughing, to tell you the truth. I thought, Jesus, Shay, you're tough. <laughs> but anyway, partner, I really believe that Jason did a good job coming out right away on this. And as you know, uh, whether it's business or sports or whatever, if you're on the team, you're on the team. If you're not, you're not. And... Uh, I talked to a few people who were right up the top in government yesterday. They were just getting opinions, and I said to them, I'd fire them. And, uh, you know, I've, I've run some major corporations in my lifetime, and, and they did the right thing. This is tough times, and we need tough people, and we got one there. He's taken a lot of crap. He's dropped in the polls, Shay. But yeah, you know, but it took like him a hell of you, a long time to get tough. I mean, I agree he got tough yesterday, but for weeks and months he's been letting these people nip at his ankles. Yeah, but you know, in business sometimes there's always those that are nipping and nipping, and and you try to put the priorities. His priority right now is to get us in a position where people aren't dying yeah. and life is going forward. And it's a hell of a job. I wouldn't sure take is. that job no matter what, <laughs> no, and neither no, would I, you. It's way easier for you and I to sit back here and uh, and critique than actually be the ones uh, in the arena. I do give them full credit for that because this is tough, tough times. Um, I believe we have Lori Hahn, former uh, federal conservative MP, joining us now, wants to discuss the interview. Uh, is this Mr. Hahn? Yes, it is, Jay. Jay, how are you doing? I'm really well. How are you, sir? I'm well, thanks. Appreciate it. How would you and, think? Uh, Thanks for taking the call. You know, and, and I served in caucus for 10 years federally with, with Jason Kenney, and I have the utmost respect for him. You know, we didn't always agree with, with everything that Prime Minister Harper did. We had some very lively discussions in caucus, and we, we fought it out, we argued it out. But at the end of the day, when the door opened, we were all on the same page, i.e. on the same team. And if anybody couldn't suck up not winning every one of their own arguments, then independence was always an option. You know, in Alberta, we're a pretty similar libertarian kind of society and i think that's one of our strengths maybe one of our weaknesses but perhaps at the same time and that kind of characteristic carries over into the folks in the legislature so you know lively debate and so on is great but at some point you know when you have your say caucus decides as they did 
and and you move on. And, uh, you know, the Premier's been dealt a pretty tough hand, which I think he's handling about as well as anybody could. You know, when you're doing that, you're all, you're going to get crap from both sides, no matter what you do. You know, I made this comment on the air earlier that uh, Stephen Harper would not have tolerated this. The, the first time, the first time one of his caucus members stepped out of line, he would rein them right back in and make it clear that this can't happen. As you're saying, you can have these discussions behind closed doors, but when it comes time to be public-facing, we got to be on the same page. I think the Premier has shot himself in the foot by allowing this to go on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and not saying, guys... We can have the discussion behind closed doors, but when I go out and say this is what we're doing, we're all on board. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do to an extent. I mean, again, I'll go back to my comment about civil, civil libertarianism in, in Alberta, and Jason gets that. He obviously has lived here many, many years. And, you know, you've got to let folks have their say, but I, I do agree that at some point, you know, and there was never any doubt with Stephen Harper. Right. You know, he was a leader, and there was absolutely no doubt. And people could, you could argue with him. And I had several one-on-ones with, with Prime Minister Harper, just him and me, on a number of issues, and he always listened. He always gave me, let me have my say. I have to admit, I lost more than I won, but I won a couple. Right. Uh, you know, but you've got to be able to have that access to the leader. The leader's got to listen. At the end of the day, though, as a team, the team makes the decision. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, they, they made a decision. And uh, now we you know, stand I, by. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't right, know thanks so much for waiting in. I appreciate it. Great insight on uh, what it was like working with Stephen Harper. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good talking to you. That's uh, Lori Hahn, uh, former MP in Stephen Harper's government uh, back in the day. All right. We've heard from a Calgary City Councillor and a former MP. Uh, now let's hear from Nick. Morning, Nick. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for calling. Uh, I really enjoyed that interview. Uh, I think you asked some tough questions, which was great. Um, I have more than a comment than a question. So my comment is simply this. The other day I was just driving home and I started thinking about Alberta premiers that I've been you know, sort of political, savvy enough to know about, starting with uh, Lougheed. Right. And kind of went down the list, like, who's my best, who's my worst? And, you know, I have to unfortunately say that uh, Kenny's the worst. He's the uh, the absolute worst premier we've had in this province. Um, followed closely behind by, I'd say, either Redford or Prentice, I don't know. Uh, and then kind of going up the line with Klein and then into the Selmac and okay, Getty. Well, where, and where's he falling down? Where do you see the biggest issues with what he's done? And that's another good question because I kind of came down to well, I mean, a lot of his policies. I think are not really the Alberta. Like I think he's thinking about an Alberta that's not Alberta anymore. You know, the whole anti-environment thing and stuff. That's that's not going to play anymore. People aren't people aren't there in their heads anymore. We know we have to take care of the environment. We know we have to do some work on that. Um, I think he's missed the boat on the transition from oil and gas into some green energy too. I mean, mm-hmm. that's sort of something we need we need to do. The, the the bottom line is we're not really doing that. The bet on the oil line down to the states, one point five billion lost. That was a terrible decision. But at the end of the day, I just don't think he's a very nice person. You know, <laughs> I, I, that counts. That, that counts. I mean, the way you feel about across. a guy it counts in politics. Yeah, he doesn't come across as somebody who understands, you know, my life or the lives of farmers or you know, the lives of anybody really. I give you sort of carries on with ideologically driven policies. Where right now we need flexibility. We need compassion we need smarts okay and uh not seeing it thanks nick i appreciate the call